we're recording. I'm just going to go straight into this. Okay. Okay. Um, welcome to the Shrewsbury Biscuit, guys. Um, we are coming to you from the Alban Town. I want to say a thank you to Steph at the bid and to James um, Hitchin for letting us use this room. It's a great room. You were just saying that it's a really nice room yeah. to do things in. It's, it's like the third time I've been in here recording stuff, and it's just a, a great place to be. Today, I am joined with um, Tim King. Timothy, Tim, 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 Tim. I've got a Tim as well, and if I call him anything but Timmy, he's like, I am not Timothy, I am Timmy. <laughs> he gets quite peculiar about it. Um, and I'm with uh, our new co-host uh, to The Biscuit, uh, Julie Fox. How's it going, Julie? Oh, God, it's going really good so far, but I am nervous. <laughs> I, that's great. We like a bit of, ner- bit of nerves on the, on the shoes with Biscuit. <laughs> Welcome to the team, and thanks for sitting with us today, because we had a chat yesterday and i was kind of like um yeah welcome to the team and then last night i was like you want to do a podcast <laughs> straight, i don't I'm straight and of out course the i said yes oh, yeah well this is why we love you julie and today we've got tim on the show to talk about um the beatles weekend yes yes that's what you're planning um for phil gillam phil, phil and i are organizing it with some helpers uh on behalf of the um the, the well, he's the mayor of shrewsbury and we're doing it um, to raise money for the Samaritans of Shrewsbury. Ah, that's great. Um, we, did, we did cover this. We had Phil on a while ago for his sins. Um, we wanted to find out what it was like to be a mayor. And uh, he seems to be having a, a whale yeah. of a time. Yeah, he's like certainly that. busy. Yeah. <laughs> well, I always joke about uh, when, when I saw him at Comic Salopia because I was like, how is it? And he was kind of like, it's a lot. <laughs> kind of took him by surprise. He was here, there, everywhere. Like, yeah. yeah. Um, so, how long have you? How do you know um, Phil? Have you known him for a while? Well, I knew Phil when he was at the Chronicle, and uh, I, w- I used to work at Shrewsbury Museum. Before that, I was a tourism officer at Shropshire Council, Ooh. and so my job was to promote things going on in the county. And um, he was one of the local journalists I knew. So, and we we both share a passion for the Beatles. Oh right, okay. So I've I've kind of. The things that you've planned in Shrewsbury, what, what are the things that spring to mind? That, when you think about things that you've organised... Oh, in the past, yeah. Yeah, in the past. Um, we did the uh, Wilfred Owen centenary last autumn. Uh, just end, missed that. And the end of World War I. Um, that was a partnership with council and all sorts of organisations working together, um, based at the archives, and that was quite successful. Yeah. Um, my, uh, the biggest thing I was involved in, obviously, was the Olympics back in 2012, which was massive. You know, we had worldwide coverage for Shropshire then, and uh, that was an amazing time. You know, we had a different journalist from a different country every day, virtually. And uh, I was travelling out to Much Wenlock and meeting people and showing them around. And um, the coverage we had was amazing, really. Did the... I mean, I was in, I think I was in Telford at the time. Did the, um, the torch come through Shrewsbury? Yes, and they run through. Yes, I bet there were people all over the place. Yes, that's right. Yeah, it came through Shrewsbury, and I mean the biggest day was when it came through Much Wenlock because there was thousands of people in this in this very small town, you know, and um, you know the it was on the lunchtime national news, mm. and you know it was an incredible day, really. Yeah. yeah. So, so you're used to pressure then. You're used to kind of these <laughs> things. This has got to look perfect, well, Tim. Otherwise, yeah. I've been organising events all my life, really. So I've been involved in tourism and heritage and museums and uh, railways particularly as well so um, it's not something that's new to me when you say museums and railways and things like these are things that have to be look right <laughs> otherwise you're going to get it <laughs> especially with railways these, those guys are they're boffins they know oh, what they're yeah. talking about and i know phil's a big fan <laughs> of uh, railways um, well, i think i think the essential 
the essentials are, you know, if you've got a good event that people are going to like, if they can hear, if they hear about it, then you've got to tell them about it. You know, you've got to get the message out, and yeah. then they'll come. And if if they don't hear about it, they won't they won't know it's on, and they'll miss it. You know what I mean? Yeah. And the Beatles weekend is something we want, you know, lots and lots of local people to come to, as well as people from around the country. Yeah. Um, yeah. What's the feedback been like so far? Um, we've had, uh, I know that we've got a lady from California who's following us on our Facebook page. That's always um, nice. It's difficult to say, really, because uh, without going and analysing where everybody comes from, uh, where, where they all live, um, it's, it's difficult to say. And, and what we're going to do eventually is obviously um, go through all the ticket sales ana- analysis and see what, what people's postcodes are mm-hmm. and where they've come from and see whether it's, you know, whether it's three quarters of people come from the Shropshire or, you know, half the people come from Shropshire and a quarter come from the Miss Midlands and the, another quarter from all around the country. I don't, I don't, I just don't know yet. What yeah. advertising mediums have you used so far? Um, Facebook, social media, we're, we've put article, well, sent articles to all the new, uh, this month's What's Ons magazines that are coming out. Um, we're on the cover of My Shrewsbury, the next issue. Yep. Um, and hopefully we're going to be on the TV with a, a thing I'm going to tell you about in a minute. Yeah. Um, so, but I have to say, you know, when you're organising an event in a particular place like Shrewsbury, um, it's quite difficult if you have no budget to get the message out. I know out, all about that. Out, outside of Shropshire. <laughs> so, you know, we yeah. do depend on the broadcasters. The, there's a, there's a, a one-hour-long um, Beatles show on, on Radio Merseyside, and we've sent information to them. Whether, whether they've actually put it on, I don't know yet. Yeah. Um, but I sent one of our brochures to the to the presenter, Ian Kennedy. Um, so it's things like that. And also, we've had tremendous support from the Beatles magazine, which mm-hmm. is a it's an online magazine. Um, wow, that's we, fantastic. We had a, a, a banner on their homepage, so people could click straight through to our Facebook page. And we've also had tremendous support from the British Beatles fan club. And they've put us in that, you know, we're in their magazine, we're on their website, the whole program's there. Oh, and we've wow. we've been supported by the bid as well that we're on there, um, you know, the official Shrewsbury website. Um, and this morning we've we've had an article on Shropshire Live, you know, the the um, magazine that talks about all things in Shropshire. Yeah, yeah. Mm. Um, and so you know, it's just everywhere we can put it, really. And the Shrewsbury biscuit, of course. And the Shrewsbury <laughs> biscuit, which is obviously has thousands of listeners. Oh yeah, worldwide, um, baby. <laughs> <laughs> um, but you know, I think you've got to explore. Every avenue, really. I mean, we've had the brochure done. We've only done 2,000 copies of the brochure. Um, but that's almost kind of um, been given out to everybody now. Um, if anybody wants a brochure, then they can download a copy from our Facebook page, which is facebook.com slash Shrewsbury Beatles. Yeah, please do, because uh, there's lots of information on there. And, you know, you, you really have uh, gone all out. I mean, how, how ambitious actually have you been? Because I know some people are like, do you know what, I'm just going to email the Beatles, or what, any of the Beatles that are still out there, <laughs> like Twitter, anything, you know, just be like, see if you can get something off Paul Tweet McCartney. Tweet the Beatles. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, I, I mean, the, the first port of call really was to um, check with the Apple Corps office in London about how we use the Beatles' name, because yeah, it's obviously course. a protected... Um, copyright and their image is copyright so we had to um, explore you know so that's literally when we had the idea months ago we that was the first place we went to and they were very helpful and explained what we could and couldn't do um, and so we've also been very lucky with a lady called Cara Spencer um, who had an exhibition in the museum of her father's photographs in 2014 and she's loaned us for free 
her father's original colour Beatles photographs, which oh, is wow. absolutely... Which you, you'll see them in the, on the front of the brochure and inside. There are colour pictures of the Beatles taken in 1963 by her father, Terence Spencer. And, you know, <laughs> she's loaned us those for nothing, yeah, which yeah. is a tremendous asset to have. You yeah. Know? Well, um, you know... Because otherwise you'd have to pay you know photo agencies for use yeah, of Beatles, Beatles pictures and they're probably quite precious to her as well I'd um, imagine absolutely yeah so um, she's actually coming to, to the event she's going to be um, selling her the book about her father she's got uh, Beatles postcards to sell um, she's going to sell prints as well of the um, her father's pictures and they are beautiful pictures really mm, are gorgeous yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, so like, let's talk about this booklet a little bit, you know, because it's really good. And, uh, you know, you open the front cover and you see Phil smiling there on the front That's page. right. <laughs> <laughs> What's nice to see is like, you know, the first time, um, I mean, probably not the first time, but the first time, the first opportunity Phil has as the mayor of Shrewsbury to do something for the town. He brings something he loves and he knows that people will get enjoyment out of. Yes, mm. that's right. <clears throat> Great signal. I love that. You know? um, <laughs> yeah. but everybody yeah. loves the Beatles. Worldwide, and as you see, they've got a follower from California. I'm yeah. sure there'll be many yeah. more yeah. after listening to this show, of course. <laughs> 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 um, I, I mean, the Beatles are timeless, aren't they? They really are timeless. Yes. I listen yes. to the Beatles. Um, I, I hope that my little boy will go on to listen to the Beatles. It, you know, it's one of those things that's just got no generation attached to it. Mm. Well, it does. Mm. But it can carry on going, you know. Yeah. I mean, what's Gwen Stefani doing these days, you know? <laughs> Nobody knows. Like. Yeah, exactly, exactly. <laughs> well, there, there are certain acts that have a, a, a long, long life and they'll, they'll probably go on forever, you know. And the Beatles is certainly the, the top one, really. Yeah. yeah. Um, you know, I'm sure people will still be listening to David Bowie in 50 years' time and yeah, Elton John and yeah. the Rolling Stones. Elvis but I think the Beatles it. were kind of culturally head and shoulders above the rest, I think, because mm-hmm. of their the impact at the time they had and their and they also the impact as the, the four Beatles as individuals after the Beatles split up you know yep. they, they they went on mm. producing beautiful music um, and uh, and that lives on as well which is quite rare really isn't it because you know like sometimes bands will break up and you realize that um, on their own they ain't that great I mean look at the Spice Girls <laughs> I'm quoting uh, one of my favourite shows at the moment uh, The Boys and uh, this is like well, what's Sporty Spice doing these days nobody knows right no you know so. bearing in mind she was the one with the voice yeah but when they get together they're the Spice Girls you know? well you can see why they do the reunion tour can't you yeah. oh yeah 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 what's your favourite Beatles song uh, I've, I've several and um, I think I think that it changes from sort of week to week, but I think in my life, which John sings, just Ooh. has the edge. I think, mm. um, which is, it's just a beautiful song, and it's about Liverpool and about childhood, and it's it's just very very well produced. I think um, George Martin had an enormous impact on on the Beatles, and if he hadn't met them, they hadn't worked together. I think we wouldn't be sitting here talking mm-hmm. about the Beatles now, yeah, because his musical knowledge and skill. Um, you know, turned their raw qualities into something really fantastic. You know, yeah, superstar um, status, superstar, and yeah. and you know, he he just gelled with them, and and I think you know, he he's enormous amount of credit goes to George, um, and obviously um, Brian as well yeah. for, for you know managing them and making sure they dress the right way and all that sort of thing. You know, bands need to be kind of moulded, don't they? Yeah. Um, and then Richard Lester and the films, you know, the films Hard Day's Night and Help yeah. really cemented the image of the Beatles in the, in the eyes of the public. 
Um, and they and, do have that distinctive look, don't they? Yeah, you see, that's you right. see like a, you know, even and, like in a fancy dress shop, so, you see that. You know, people ask, who's your favourite beetle? And you, some, you always come up with an answer because you, you, the characters of them are in your mind. You know, they've been created in your mind, so you can choose which is your favourite. You know, a lot of bands... I wouldn't know who, who the, apart from the lead singer, I wouldn't know mm. who the other members of the band were. Mm. And they all went for different phases as well, obviously. Yeah. You know, yeah. You know, so Lennon. who's your favourite then? <laughs> well, I, growing up, my favourite was George and Ringo, really. Um, and uh, I spelled, I, I think, I think George's um, album, All Things Must Pass, which he produced after he left the Beatles, is really fantastic. It's a really great piece of work. And, um, he was the one who, you know, he, he only got one one song on, on a record, you know, on an album. And he was really itching to get more and more songs um, produced by them, really. And so so I, I, I really loved George. And, and George had lots of different aspects of him. You know, he was a big filmmaker with handmade films. He was all into all that Indian music. And, mm. and um, you know, he had a lot of sides to him. And, and it's such a shame he's not with us now. Mm. You just don't get that kind of, you don't get that much anymore. You really don't. I mean, like, I'm noticing now with artists that are on the music uh, in the music industry, like they'll, they'll pop up. They'll be the biggest thing on the planet for about two years, and then they're gone. Mm. Yeah, yeah. You know, that's right. Uh, so, like, getting involved with movies, comic books, every kind of media they can grab their hands onto. Back in the day, for the Beatles, was was like, you know, it's quite special, isn't it? Because you don't see that nowadays. You really mm. don't. That's right. Well, it's all that you got like merchandise, haven't you? Like the, you know, the Beatle dolls. Oh yeah, I mean all that. I had I had Beatle bedspread. I had a Beatle lampshade when I was a kid, and uh, Beatle wallpaper, and even a plastic Beatles wig. <laughs> have, you, have, you, have you got any of that now? Still? No, I haven't. Because that'd be worth some money. Oh, I, I went through a phase where I think it was in the early seventies where I was much more into the likes of Pink Floyd and yeah. David Bowie and Elton mm. John. Yeah. And the Beatles get kind of split up, and they were kind of yes, you know, they were literally mm. yesterday. Mm. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and you kind of moved on, you know. But yeah. then um, later in life, I went back to them, and um, I wish I'd kept all that stuff. Really, yeah. cause it been, Worth a bit now. You would have won him more. Yeah, definitely would. <laughs> you could have retired earlier. <laughs> yeah. So, but this isn't just a, a vanity project from from the mayor either. It's like obviously there's a, the message there is for the Samaritans. And if uh, anybody uh, can't pick up a leaflet, I do urge you to uh, free phone the Samaritans on one one six one two three or email Joe at Samaritans dot org. Um, see if you can help out some way because the message is there isn't it like the Samaritans do an awful lot for us for a cause that I'm quite um, passionate about yeah. mental health and, yeah. um, so well done Phil for, for attaching such a huge project like this yeah. to the Samaritans um, you know a lot of respect there now let's talk about the message of support you've had off people then so you were saying um, Helen Shapiro um, you know she's she's been yeah. a big part of this that's right yes uh, we, we tracked her down through her own website and um, her American friend uh, actually phoned me up and he said, Tim, is there anything we can do to help? Wow, that's amazing. And I thought, ooh. Well, I, first of all, I said, well, would Helen like to come along to the event? And they said, well, unfortunately, she's, she doesn't really come to public events mm. anymore. She's sort of retired. Um, she does things through her church and she still sings, you know. Um, and I said, well, would she write us a message of support? And he said, yeah, I'll go and ask her. I'll ask her tomorrow. And then an email came back from Helen saying, with, with the words that we got in there, saying, um, hope you have a fantastic time. Shall I read it, I read it out? Read yeah, it out? yeah. yeah. Um, she says, to all, the, to all attending the Shrewsbury Beatles weekend, 
I send you warm greetings and trust that you will have a wonderful time whilst raising money for the Samaritans. A very worthy cause. I wish you all the very best, Helen Shapiro. So that's really nice. Nice. And Helen's significance for Shrewsbury is that the Beatles came here on the 28th of February 1963. On their way from York to Shrewsbury, they composed From Me to You. And um, they were supporting Helen. Helen was the lead act at at the Granada Theatre, along with lots of other acts as well. And um, so, you know, she she was the big star of, of that day, um, and the Beatles were, were, were backing her up. Wow. <laughs> See, I never knew the Beatles had been to Shrewsbury. Uh, yeah, well, twice in the Music Hall, um, and once at the Granada, and they also played in Shropshire at Whitchurch, and just over the border in Tenbury Wells as well. Wow. Yep. That's crazy, isn't it? I didn't know that. And uh, the next one is um, from Frida, Frida Kelly. Yeah, um, yeah. Uh, she, was she the, the, the one who made the movie? No, she, no, she was the fan club secretary. That's right, yeah. And okay. there was a film uh, made about her in 2013 That's right, by an American crew. Um, and it's called Good Old Frida. And it's a really nice uh, story of her relationship with the, with the band over a 10-year period, really. Mm-hmm. Um, and so um, the film, film distributor is in Los Angeles. And again, I, I said to them, any chance of getting a message from Frida? They said, oh, yeah, yeah, no problem. So a, a few days later, uh, an email arrives with a message from Frida, which was fantastic. Again, Frida can't come because she's, um, she's otherwise engaged, but uh, it would have been lovely to have her here. You know? Yeah, yeah. I'll read her uh, message out as well. Yeah. Uh, but imagine this isn't in Frida's voice. It's in, you know, <laughs> <laughs> um, so pleased that you'll be screening good old Frida as part of your fundraiser for the Samaritans. Sorry I can't make it, but I'll be traveling at the time. I hope that the fundraiser is a success and you enjoy the film. All my best, Frida Kelly. Nice. Excellent. Yeah. Nice. I mean, you, know, you could write to Paul McCartney and say, send us a message, but I, I think the chances of him responding are pretty remote because he probably receives thousands of letters a day mm-hmm. mm. uh, from all around the world. So, um, you know, unless you can find a very close friend of Paul who can twist his arm. Yeah. Uh, and I don't happen to know a very close friend of Paul. I'm sure he's got a Twitter account. <laughs> Maybe like hand him on Twitter a bit. Well, Maybe. Yeah, but he, does, he doesn't actually write the words on his Twitter account, no. does he? <laughs> or his Facebook account. Somebody <laughs> does it for him. Mm. Well, mm, yeah, well, what we'll do is we'll take a picture of this before we go. That's what I was trying to do while we're talking, but I can't hold my phone up. <laughs> um, we'll, we'll try and sort a picture out. And we'll, I'll throw it on Twitter and I'll hashtag the Beatles. And mm, you McCartney. never know. You never know. You never know. Mm. No, because I'm such a global superstar. Something <laughs> might happen. <laughs> Let's talk about John Chalice. Yes, John. John is somebody I've I've known you know vaguely for a time, and obviously he's a great friend of Shropshire. Um, he lives just over the border in Herefordshire, and obviously comes to Shropshire a lot and comes to events a lot. And I've seen him at the Flower Show and things like that. And um, Carl, I'm a big buddy of Carl Jones, who works at Radio Shropshire, does the film reviews and does a lot of PR stuff. And um, Carl goes round with John on his tour, and Carl does the interviewing of John on, on the stage shows. Um, and I said to Carl, you know, do you think John would write something, or could we use the words that were in a Shropshire Star article? And he said, yeah, yeah, just um, just put something together, and we'll have a look at it, you know. And that's what's in the in the program. Oh. And his story is well, I don't want to want to paraphrase it, but basically, he was up for a part in Magical Mystery Tour. But um, it clashed with something he was doing for the BBC and they, he couldn't get out of it. So he couldn't actually do that day. Oh, what a shame. He was, so it was one of those big near misses. Yeah. You know, he could have been in Magical Mystery Tour oh. uh, on the coach. You can imagine John on the coach, you know, <laughs> singing away with all the others 
with all the strange characters on the coach. Have you, have you seen the film? I haven't, no. I'm yeah, really sorry. Yeah, I'm it's really a coach, sorry. coach journey down to Cornwall from London um, with uh, from some very interesting characters and uh, with some fantastic songs like Your Mother Should Know and, and uh, I Am the Walrus as well, oh, which yes. they shot at an airfield in Kent. Yeah. And um, they ended up at a hotel in uh, Newquay. That's right. And I remember, because I come from Somerset, and there's, of course, a big story about them stopping off in Taunton at the fish and chip shop in Roman Road. And uh, there's, there's some pictures on various websites of them just queuing up at the counter for their fish and chips. <laughs> 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 and that was, but, you know, they were just mingled with all the public there. It was a very odd uh, uh, time for, for them, because it was just after um, Brian had died in 1967, and... Um, Paul kind of galvanised them with this crazy idea of going on a coach tour and making a movie. And uh, that's what turned into um, a magical mystery tour. And it was put on BBC at Christmas time in black and white. So um, and nobody really understood it. Mm, <laughs> and it wasn't until yeah. it was shown in colour that people, I think, appreciated it more. But it was really wacky. But the music was very good. And then the LP that came out of it was very good as well. Mm-hmm. Oh, we all love good musical. I don't know. It's got to be the right one for me, I guess. And the Fool on the Hill, of course, is a famous song yeah. that was um, part of that. And, uh, yeah, I think it's it's a little gem, really. It's, it's uh, probably more appreciated now than it was at the time. Mm, yeah. Um, so, yeah, if you want to take a read of what John says about his uh, meeting the Beatles in 67... Uh, pick up this uh, this pamphlet book um, that you've got. Um, they're, they're everywhere, these, aren't they? We can get them at the museum. Um, there's uh, various original Shrewsbury racks around the town, cardboard racks in places like the theatre and um, some, you know, public buildings, libraries, etc. So, um, but the, the best place to go is to go to the museum reception and uh, pick one up in the visitor information centre. Okay, wicked. Um, what's this there? The pole star of popular music. Well, that's yeah. Phil's kind of personal love of the Beatles article. Yeah. Um, and I think that's quite it's quite a moving um, article about his lifelong passion for them really and uh, it's well worth a read it is because things like this I mean we, we're looking at doing a, a feature on the, on, the, on the biscuit we talk about it for so long but the resource, resources needed um, are something we need to reach out and help for we're going to do um, memoirs of a salopian where we're going to speak to people of different areas of different uh, different decades and things like that. and, and yeah. Phil talking about the Beatles places he went and things mm. he used to do yeah. buy the records from certain stores things like that people love to hear yeah. and that, I love things like that you know because yeah, it's, it's like right. it's like going in a time machine isn't it so yeah. we're, mm. we're going to try and yeah. get things like that onto the biscuit because uh, it's really important for me and for everybody else listening because those stories will disappear they will they will you're absolutely right yeah uh, I ran into a guy yeah, a, a couple of years ago, and his name's Alan, and he runs the shop watch scheme in Shrewsbury. Um, and he was the printer uh, for the poster and the tickets for the Beatles at the music hall. And he said, oh, I wish I kept a few. Because <laughs> those kind of tickets and, like, and posters, yeah. they, go, they go at auction for quite a lot of money now. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, but I thought that was just a little, you know, he's just working at a printing factory in, somewhere in Shrewsbury and, and uh, you know, he's churning out Beatles posters from 1962. <laughs> oh, that'd look great in my house. <laughs> <laughs> Did you ever get to see them yourself? Uh, no, because um, they finished playing in 1966 when I was 10. Um, but I, I did have a very odd uh, experience one year because I, I, we used to go to travel shows at the NEC in Birmingham and, um, you know, the, the big arena is just next to the, where all the ex- ex- exhibition halls are and I looked up and I saw the words Paul McCartney 
I thought, this is about 1992, you know. Mm. And he, he hadn't really done much live before that kind of early 90s period. And uh, so I thought, oh, I'd never get in there, will I be sold out? So I, anyway, after the show, I just went around there and I queued up. And uh, a man came out of the auditorium straight towards me with a ticket in his hand. He said, do you want a spare ticket? And I said, yeah. Oh. He said, and how much? He said, oh, 25 quid it was. And the show had already started, so I got my ticket and went, went in and I saw the whole, well, virtually the whole of the Paul McCartney show. Um, and it was amazing, incredible. Oh. I, I, can, I can remember it now. And of course, it was thousands, of, you know, it holds 12,000 people. And they were all going nuts, you know, to see Paul McCartney yeah. live. And all the Beatles songs he was playing and the, you know, Sergeant Pepper stuff. Yeah. And of course, it, it hadn't been heard live by the person who wrote it for years. Because when he was doing Wings, he had, you know, they had all their own material yeah, with yeah, Wings. Yeah, he yeah, did a, yeah. one or two Beatles tracks. But he, this time he was doing, you know, almost the whole kind of everything that, that they'd ever produced. And it was just fantastic. I'll tell yeah. you what, it was a really memorable evening. Probably compare it to like Liam Gallagher doing Oasis songs. <laughs> yeah, you know. Um, <laughs> that's my era of music. That's what I grew up with. That's what I have to go on, you know. I, 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 wasn't, yeah, okay. I wasn't there in the moment. I wasn't in the... In the yeah. Okay. Let's talk about uh, the, the, the comic books, because this is going to be yes. a big part of, yes. the, of the weekend, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Um, it's a talk by Tim Quinn. Tim Quinn used to live in Shrewsbury, now lives in Liverpool. Uh, he's a Beatles fan. He's a comic fan. And he used to work for Marvel Comics. And yeah, wow. um, he's worked for all sorts of different organisations. He was involved in um, a music hall show called The Good Old Days that used to be on the BBC on television. I remember that. Do you remember that? Good Old Days. <laughs> and he's worked for, you know, in America and, and Britain. and done. He's a very experienced guy. And um, he's coming along to give a talk and um, do it as a, you know, a slideshow presentation um, on the comics um, that the Beatles were in, so it's going to be really interesting, and that's that's on Sunday, the twenty second of September at two thirty at the Hive, and tickets are nine pounds plus a small booking fee via our Shrewsbury Beatles Facebook page. So that's how people can get the tickets through yeah. the Facebook page yeah. again, or, or from the Hive via the Hive website as well. I yeah. did try to organise something with uh, Shane Chebsey, who did the Comic Solution. Oh yeah, thing. yeah. Um, I really wanted. I'd like because I can speak to anybody in the world. We can do this now with the technology. But I was going to try and organise an interview with Tim Quinn and, and over the internet and interview him about this. Um, yeah, yeah. I don't know if we've still got time. We might do, um, but it'd be nice just to speak to him. But then again, I guess it would probably spoil the uh, the show, wouldn't it? <laughs> like you know, um, if, if he talks about everything that he's doing and doing it, maybe we can release it after that. That'd be a really good idea, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do yeah. it after the Beatles weekend, just to keep it going yeah. a bit longer. Is this right. something that you guys would like to do every year or something? You know, just to keep it going, or um, is it just a one-off? I think it's going to be a one-off, frankly. Um, Phil's only going to be mayor once, probably. So. Um, I think we'll, you know, we'll call it a day once we, once we've. Um, has it been? How, how's it been planning it's, this? Has it been? Has it's, it been quite. A it's lot? been a lot of work, um, but it's been very enjoyable. I must say, I've, I've been very excited by people I've contacted, people have, you know, been in touch with us, and people have offered help. Yep. And we've got some really fantastic Beatles fans in in Shrewsbury, and and, and people who have, re, you know, relationships with. You know, Yoko and, and all kinds of people who are, you know, the Beatles' fat wider family. Um, I mean, I could tell you quite a lot of stories, but I, I unfortunately, I'd be probably um, <laughs> get in trouble. I might get in trouble. <laughs> but I mean, you know, there's somebody who used to work for a big auction house um, selling memorabilia, 
you know, who knows, or was, was given a uh, personal picture from Yoko Ono's collection, you know. Wow. So can't beat that, can you? No, definitely not. Well, that's been through the right hands, hasn't you know, it, as well? Right, you know, it's right. genuine. And, um, you know, people, lots of people have actually put on their Facebook page, I, I saw the Beatles, you know, it seems like there must have been thousands of people at all these concerts. Mm. <laughs> A number of people mm. have been in touch. And... Uh, I think people have happy memories of that time. And, of course, they've told us also about the other concerts they went to as well. The Rolling Stones were in Shrewsbury. I didn't know that the um, five days after Woodstock, The Who played the music hall. No way. Yeah, yeah. Five days after Woodstock. <sighs> obviously, the, the booking had been made months before, and they were at Woodstock, and then they flew back to England and were in Shrewsbury. There's got to be pictures, hasn't there, somewhere in the town of that Yeah, we're doing well. an appeal. If anybody's got any pictures of the Who... There's got to be. ...playing in Shrewsby, send them to, uh, you know, send them to me with the Shrewsby Biscuit, you know. Oh, yeah. Yeah. That's really... So, we, we've, all between us, we've, we've learned an enormous amount about the, um, the Beatles in Shropshire, and, and we, we've, you know, I've created this article in the, mag- in the little magazine we've done um, about the Beatles in Shropshire, and um, Toby Neal at the Shropshire Star has been very helpful and allowed us to use some of their articles as yep. well. Um, so there's quite a lot of information now about, about the Beatles in, in, in Shrewsbury and Shropshire, and there that's is. great. Well, I suppose the key thing as well from what you've just said is obviously if this is going to be a one-off, it is quite important that you know we can help get the message out and get as many yeah, people visiting in town that weekend. Because yeah. if it's a one-off, it's going to be one of those, if you weren't there, yeah, that's absolutely. it, you've missed it. Absolutely. Yeah. You know, it's not like the Folk Festival, I can go again next year. Yeah. yeah, it's, yeah. It's, it's a special one-off yeah. event, you know, um, and it's probably not going to happen again. But, you know, who knows? Somebody in five years' time might come back with the same idea and be different, though, won't it? So it's only going to be a um, one-off like this organised by good yourself if, if and you Phil. did a retro band, super retro super band event like this every year, maybe find a different band, look at The Who or mm. look at The Rolling Stones. I'll do a Pink, Pink Floyd one. Yeah? <laughs> yes, please. <laughs> yes, I love The Floyd. <laughs> but I think also this year is the, it's the 50th anniversary of the, of the Abbey Road album. And that's on the 26th of September. So yeah. it's just, you know, we're just the weekend before that fifth, real 50th anniversary. And the Mersey Beatles, at their sold-out concert on the Sunday night, are going to play the whole of Abbey Road so as their first half. So that will be, you know, for the, for the 650 people who are in the theatre, it's going to be an amazing experience. Wow. Yeah, well, let's talk about the events that are going on. Let's run through what's... Let's tell people, if they haven't seen the posters that are all around town, uh, what, they, what they'll be looking forward to. Let's start on the Thursday, the 19th of September. Um, this is like, I guess, like the, the pre, the pre. Well, party. I wanted to involve the Sabrina boat, and the, and the only night they could do was Thursday night. You <laughs> see, so that's a, it's why it's described as a preview event, yeah. and it sold out. You know, sixty people, um, and Tony Stanton, who's a musician, local musician, he's going to be playing Beatles songs, and they'll have record, record you know, records as well. Um, so it's for a, it's a couple of a couple of hours up and down the river, and but that's already sold out. Already sold out. Yeah. Wow. Um, we sold out a few weeks ago. If you uh, if you stand close enough to the river, not too close to the river, well, you <laughs> yeah. might you might get a glimpse of the Sabrina coming past, blasting out Beatles. Yeah, yeah, that's that. right. Go and, go and stand Kingsland on Bridge and go and stand on the Welsh Bridge, and you'll hear the boat going up and down, blasting out the Beatles. Love, love me too. <laughs> <laughs> Let it boat. <laughs> So then that leads us on to the 20th, which is the Friday. Yeah. Um, and you've got the, the, the movie. Well, there's loads. There's loads. There's loads going on. Uh, you've got Blackbeat playing. Yeah, Backbeat's... Backbeat, um, sorry. Backbeat. Backbeat's <laughs> a, a drama. Um, 
about the Beatles in Hamburg, and it was uh, made in 1994, and Ian Softley was the director, and it's a really good story about the relationship between John and Stuart Sutcliffe and Astrid Kirscher, who's the German girl that they meet in, in Hamburg, and of course Klaus Vormann, who's a, a name connected with the Beatles. This is the time when he becomes a friend of the Beatles and has been a, a lifelong friend and uh, watched a, I was watching a video of Klaus and Paul in Paul's studio you know just a couple of months ago them playing together so that's been a you know incredibly long fruitful relationship and, and of course he designed the um, cover of the Revolver album Klaus did that one so uh, he's iconic. Been, iconic he's been a, and he, he played bass on quite a lot of the uh, individual Beatles albums after they split up um, mm. Like Imagine and some of George's and Ringo's, I think. Just to be attached to anything that those guys touched, yeah, is is got to be a huge honour for anyone. I remember, yeah, like yeah. Um, my my uncle-in-law, um, he worked in an antique store just around the corner, and he found something. He came across something that was Beatles original Beatles thing, and he should have. He was talking about it for weeks. He was like falling on a treasure chest, honestly. Like you know, as a, an antiques dealer, yeah, yeah. and because it, it was an original thing, he was just. Oh, you know, that's, I, right. I well. that's right. Yeah. Um, what's going on at the launch event? Um, um, well, we're going to we're going to use the chapel bar. Um, we're we're going to have hopefully some of our special guests will be with us, um, and it'll be kind of just an, an informal official opening by the mayor, and uh, the bar will be open, and it's just a chance for those who've been involved um, to get together. And we're inviting you know all our suppliers. Look, we've got loads and loads of local suppliers, people who made the t-shirts. Yep. Printed, printed our fridge magnets and um, our, we've got shopping bags, Beatles Weekend shopping bags. You can get them in the museum. Um, people have done design work for us, like Mike Ashton, who did all our logos and artwork. And it's just a chance to say thank you to them as well yeah. um, and, and get friends together. And, and it's, it's open to anybody who wants to come along. It's not a private function. Um, we put it in the brochure, say, you know, just, just turn up. Mm. And I might do. Buy a drink and come along, you know. So where can you get all, where can you buy all that stuff from then that you just said? In the museum. So literally everything's yeah. going to be yeah. sold in the it's museum. In the, yeah. We've got Beatles mugs, um, which are double-sided. So you've got the logo on both sides. And yeah. Those are four ninety five, and they're in the museum. Um, we've got a page in the brochure about souvenirs. Yeah. And we're also that. going to have, which we haven't really spoken about yet. No, I know. A special beer. Really? Yes. Now my eyes prick up. Your boy. eyes will prick oh. up. Uh, Hobson's Brewery down in the south of the county are, are, are um, badging a, 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 a bottled beer um, as Shrewsbury Beatles weekend. And that's going to be on sale in various the venues we're using at, at the weekend and before the weekend. And hopefully, you know, if people want to buy it, then they can buy a souvenir bottle behind the bar in the butter market or the theatre. And uh, yeah. So that's good. What, that's what's the beer cool. going to be called? Did you say? Oh, it's, it's called. It's literally they're using our Shrewsbury Beatles Weekend, you know, logo as 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 the label. Oh okay. Yeah. Oh okay. Yeah. yeah yeah. But we haven't sort of they haven't come out yet. So this is like a super exclusive. Exclusive. Oh. <laughs> exclusive at the biscuit guys. Um, we will try and get to the launch event because I, I would love for the biscuit yeah. to be part of that. Yeah um, yeah. So come I'm and not, talk to people. I will speak to yeah. Shane and Julie after this yeah. if, we're, if yeah. we're available. Yeah. yeah. Um, so that's six o'clock on Friday. So, and Backbeat is, is four o'clock on Friday, um, on the, the 20th of September. Now, all the film tickets, you get them on the Theatre 7 website, and they're £8, um, no booking fee. 
so that, which that. is cheaper than the cinema these days. So that's not no. Bad. We wanted to make it re- you know reasonable yeah. price. Yeah. People, people to come, don't you? Um, yeah. So if you want to come to more than one film, it's not going to cost you an arm and a leg. And not you know? just that. Mm. Is, where can you go to watch these movies on the big screen these days? You can't really. This would be a nice no. opportunity, and you've got yeah. like looking for Lennon. What's um, Hard Days Night? Yeah. Hard uh, Days Night. So many I'm, I'm good old Frida and um, Eight Days a Week. Yeah. Oh, yeah, some good so films. So we've got, you know, old old films, if you like, The, the Hard Day's Night from 1964, yeah, yeah. right up to Eight Days a Week, which was a couple of years ago. Yeah. Did you see the, the new Beatles film? Uh, the I'm going tonight. Are you? Yes, in Wel- the- Wellington, in the new cinema in Wellington. Yeah, the, the Orbit. Yeah, Have you tonight. heard about this movie, Julie? Yes, about no, yesterday. I'm- it's about a guy who wakes up and everybody forgets the Beatles but him. Yeah. So he starts playing yesterday on a, on a guitar and people are like, Wait, well, did you write that yourself? And he's like, no, it's the Beatles and they're like, the who? And he's, his mind just explodes. Yeah. It's yeah. quite... Actually, now you've just said that, that is vaguely familiar, actually. I do remember reading yeah. about that somewhere. Mm, yeah. 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 I think it, 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 it's written by Richard Curtis and um, it seems to have done quite well when it, when it came out. And yeah. uh, it seems to be one of those sort of fantasy stories. And the Beatles gave it their thumbs up. So um, I missed it. I'm going to catch it when it's on Blu-ray. I'll definitely yeah. go and watch it. It's coming it. out on DVD in November. Mm. So at the moment in Shropshire, is it all sort of Telford Reekin, is that where it can be seen then down it's, at Wellington? Uh, it's, uh, it's only on Wellington tonight. It's been, on this, it. it's been on this afternoon and yesterday afternoon. Because it's a, it's it was a, a worldwide release, but it's kind yeah. of late in the day now. So there's it, only yeah, it came, it came out at the end of June. Yeah. So it's kind of done, yeah. its, done its course, really, yeah. in, in the mainstream cinema. So it's, you know, it has played a lot in Shropshire. Yeah, yeah. And um, Wem Town Hall has it as well, yeah. Because I be kept, kept thinking, oh, I, I can't go that night, I can't go yeah, that, yeah. you know, you see it on a particular one night, I can't go, I've got to, you know, got to do something else. So I saw it was on at Wellington, I thought, right, I'm going to book tickets. And that's only, that's £8 as well, so that's good yeah. value. It's all nice and cheap then, isn't it? Yeah. You wanted to ask about the tour, didn't you? Oh, yes, in terms of, like, the um, going around town, in terms of the different places where... Who is doing the tour? Right, Maggie Love is going to do the tour on the Saturday morning. Yep. Um, she is a tourist guide. She's also an ambassador for Shrewsbury. Mm-hmm. And she has quite a, shall we say, theatrical background and was involved in choreographing movies um, in her past career. And um, then we're going to take people... Just it's it's primarily aimed at people who haven't been to Shrewsbury before. Yep, and give them a, just an hour around the historic centre. Show, yep. show them some of the medieval and Tudor buildings, and then we're going to go up to the balcony of the music hall, and then we're going to have some little surprises, um, and uh, we're going to um, talk about the music hall as a build as a building as a theatre as it used to be, and where the stage was and where the dressing rooms were, and you know. Um, so that's going to be interesting for people again who perhaps have never been to the music hall before. Yeah, so they know. get to see. So, so they get to see that as well. You obviously say she's, you know, her background is theatrical. Does yeah. that mean that her tour is going to have a slight difference whilst actually going around the town as well? Well, I don't. No, I don't. I think it'll be, you know, the usual informative mm-hmm. um, tour. But I think the, we'll be talking a lot more about the history of the music hall than we would on a normal tour. Right. Yep. Yeah. Yep. Um, so we're going to focus on on the mu- on the music hall, and the fact that you know Charles Dickens gave a reading here yeah. in 1858, and uh, you know it's it's a re- it was a, it was a really important building in the social life of the town. Really, it's yeah. where people could gather and um, either hear things, learn, you know, enjoy music, 
Um, and it's, in its later incarnation in the 60s, it was very much a place where bands played. Yeah. Um, yeah. Like the Who and the Beatles we talked about. Yeah. yeah. So, um, so she's doing a morning tour. It's a, it's a half past ten tour, and it will finish up probably about 12.15 up on the balcony. We get, and we have tea and, tea and coffee. And when you buy your ticket, you've got the option to have your tea and coffee in a Beatles mug. Oh, okay. okay. Right. The, so ones the ones on sale? The ones on sale. So um, we were asking people to book by, I think, the September the 16th if they would like a mug. Yep. Otherwise, you get a normal mug. Okay, fair enough. Yeah, yeah. so that's an incentive to get into. That's on, that's on Saturday the twenty first. People, make sure you, you get because that will go quickly. That will. That will yeah, there's only up. only twenty places for that tour. So yeah. there's just the one tour. Yeah, we we places. we have, we have we had a plan, and, and this is a, a, this would have been public access to another Beatles venue, but so far we haven't got the thumbs up from the venue, so I can't say what it is. But okay. if they give me the thumbs up, you know, soon I can put it on sale. Right. Um, but I don't really want to say much more about it at the moment, but you can imagine what that venue if you might, get any news, might be. Send it to us and we <laughs> will voice it for I you. I was just about to say, yeah, maybe if they listen to this podcast. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so I'm, I'm hopeful of having, you know, that would, would be our second tour. Yeah. On that one, that would be on the Sunday morning and we probably do two versions of two tours, you know. Um, yeah, if excellent. It, if it goes there. But I think what I would say to people is, is keep looking at our Facebook page because that's where we'll put the announcement on and tickets will be available through that, through that page. Yeah. Yeah, and for people um, that like singing Be- Beatles songs, there is an mo- yes. open mic. Open the Wheat Chief, the Wheat oh. Chief, incredibly helpful. The Wheat Chief in Frankwell, and Colin Clues, who um, puts on these open night mic nights at the um, at the Wheat Chief, is, is organising something on the. Is it the Friday night? It's the Saturday night. Saturday I think night. Is, I beg yeah. your pardon. Yeah, seven um, o'clock. Seven o'clock, and it will go on till about eleven ish, I think. No, let's let it go till free. Uh, let's keep partying. <laughs> <laughs> but if if you're a band and you want to come along, or you're a singer and you want to come along and sing, please book in via the Wheat Chief's um, Facebook page, uh, and um, the message will get to Colin that way. Um, and you know, if you don't book in and turn up on the night, I'm sure they'll find you a slot. Um, but I think it's going to be very, very, very exciting. And of course, I'm torn between going to the film eight days a week or going to the open mic night so i might go to both mm. <laughs> <laughs> yeah what's, what's the timings of the uh films then that well the, the first one is on friday the 20th which is backbeat at four o'clock at the, this is in the walker theater in theater seven uh so that'll be about an hour and a half and then we've got the launch event and then we've got another film uh looking for lennon which starts at eight o'clock in the walker theater in theater seven um, and the director, Roger Appleton, will be with us and we'll be doing a, and he'll be introducing the film and we'll do a, a short Q&A with him after, after the movie. Yeah. So the audience can ask him questions, you know, about aspects of the film once they've seen it. Mm. Um, and uh, I should probably end up chairing that one or, or Phil will, 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 between us, we'll, you know, we'll see how it works. Yeah. Um, we've also got a, a Beatles author from Liverpool called David Bedford who's coming to... Um, talk about his work and um he's going in she's going to introduce good old frida which is on saturday at uh 1 at the walker theater which is all about um frida kelly the beatles um fan club secretary and then a hard day's night is at four o'clock on saturday uh at theater seven and then eight days a week is at seven thirty. Uh, also at Theatre 7. So you've got a, a really lovely selection of films to see. Yeah. 
So you can catch, you could catch the film and then, like you say, hop on over. Yeah, hop on over to the, the corner to, to, the, the, corner to the, yeah. the open mic night. Yeah. Have a few beers, have a good yeah, sing. Yeah, have a good sing song. Yeah, why not? I've just spotted something else, actually, which um, they love to, uh, love, uh, love to say. Up at M Street Oh, Island. yeah, love to so, say. Yeah, we should talk about that. Them. Yeah, um, our lovely sponsors are Salop Leisure, and uh, they're very generously um, supporting us. And um, they've also put some uh, events on themselves. So they're doing, on the Friday night, um, an outdoor Beatles film titled to be announced uh, at 6 o'clock. And then um, they've got the Beatles tribute band Hot Rubber, which is at 7.30, five pounds for that. Um, And then there's also uh, Pilates and yoga with Beatles music at some point (laughs) that day. So have a look on their website. And it's, it's their, their Love to Stay resort. Yeah, that's what... That's is, what. That's what near Empstree Island. Caught my eye was the Pilates and yoga. The romantic Empstree Island, which is like Love Island, I suppose, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> it's got the spas there, hasn't it? Nothing the about spas. the Beatles. The, the palm, yeah. anything the palm like Love trees. Island. The palm trees swaying on Empstree Island. And then on the Saturday oh. night, um, there's six o'clock again, outdoor Beatles film and um, a Beatles-themed quiz with food. At, uh, at Love to Stay and it, more Pilates and yoga with Beatles mm. music. Um, so have a look at lovetostay.co.uk slash events. So you'd get the tickets for that direct from, from them. them. Yes, yep. that's yep. right. They should have mixed it up. They should have done the open mic night with the Pilates and the yoga at the same time. <laughs> in the pl- Whilst sitting in a hot tub down there. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Actually, that would be really cool. Like, all the hot tubs lined up, film screen. So like, instead of like, you know, like the drive-in movies... Yeah. You've got like the sparse. How about they could have yoga submarine? They've <laughs> 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 so got a lovely swimming pool at um, Love to Stay, apparently. Yeah. It's beautiful, fresh, fresh water. They've got the fresh water outdoor yeah. ones, haven't Fantastic. they? Yeah, yeah, I know. Yeah. Yeah. I've never yeah. been there. It looks like do. a brilliant place. Should be like, oh, I'm from the Shoes of Biscuit. Hook us up with hot tub. <laughs> <laughs> I think you need to have a look down there. It's really cool. Mm. Well, maybe you could do a podcast from the Love to Stay resort. Yeah, talk, should talk to the people who you stay should. there. Actually, it's a good shout because they've got lots there, and they've mm. got like you know, obviously they've got and they're the opening a, a new gym as well. Amanda Arnold is involved with the new the new gin gym down there. Um, the gin gym, a gin gym, a gym. <laughs> I'd definitely be going to that. Well, we're, we're sat in uh, we're sat in James Hitchens' lab at the moment, where he does his gin cocktails. So we should speak to him about that. Uh, <laughs> we're not touching them, James. We promise. No, no, no. Put that bloody Mary down. Wait, um, <laughs> right, so you said. So this is all sounds fantastic, by the way, and well done for you, to you guys for putting so much work into this because I think it's going to be a great buzz around the town. I mean, we're going to try and get about as well. I want to try and get to, to a couple of events. I quite like the thing you've got going on at the Butter Market. The yeah, that's on Sunday, which is at um, it's the music's from twelve till two, but you can obviously come in from eleven thirty beforehand. And we've got three bands, all local bands, playing Beatles music. Mm-hmm. Um, Colin Clues has coordinated all this. And um, it's ten pounds, and you get um, you get your music, you get a bacon roll or a vegetarian alternative mm. included in your ten pounds, and we'll have newspapers. So it's a chill out morning brunch time session uh, with live music, and it's very much the Cavern Club sort of atmosphere, yep. you know, with the old bricks, brick walls, and it just feels cavernish, doesn't it? The, yep. the Butter Market Cellars. Oh, yeah. Perfect, perfect venue. I had never been there before. I know we did, um, I went to watch an I Assassin gig a few weeks ago. Uh, we were going to get them on the show, it just kind of broke down. We'll get them on again soon. And uh, I'd never been 
there before properly and I got lost and I was looking for the way out and I ended up downstairs in this place that looked like the cabin to the cabin a couple of times it's amazing I love it and I was just like where am I <laughs> where am I I'm lost I'm still trying to get over the fact you've never been in the butter market I, no I um, no I hadn't no that's no I uh, we did the thing for the prison yeah we went upstairs yeah um, a while, me and jo- Julie know each other from the prison, and uh, we oh, really? stri- not from <laughs> being in a cell. Were <laughs> you next door, Madonna? And after, <laughs> after doing one of our Halloween nights, we got invited from straight from the prison. In our get, we were standing in the queue, scaring the customers as they walked yeah. in. Yeah, in character still. Yeah, All right. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Um, then, <laughs> then we got invited to VIP drinks upstairs, which was great. So, but from that moment, we kind of went from the door straight upstairs. Yeah, we did actually. And yeah. I didn't really get to see much of it. It was mint though, because we were standing on the balcony. And there was like three thousand people all dancing around on the dance floor beneath us, and I was just, I was just leaning over there like Scarface, you know, kind of like just watching. <laughs> yeah, it was quite cool. Um, we, we went to see uh, Billy Ocean at the Butter Market, and it was incredible. Wow, he was just great. Yeah, I saw him when he came and did Let's Rock Shrewsbury oh, a few yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah. He was yeah. brilliant. My yeah. mum's seen Billy Ocean. Uh, she, she, my mum's living the living the dream at the moment. She's she's gone gig crazy. She's going concerts all around the country. Rolling Stones, <laughs> Billy Ocean, wow, all sorts. Yeah, she's loving it. <laughs> yeah. um, so I just wanted to say that we we're probably having a ceiling of two hundred tickets on this lunchtime event, and we've sold mm. one hundred and thirty three already. Ooh, get your tickets in, guys. So I wouldn't put it off too long oh. if you fancy coming yeah. Yeah. we'll try and get the biscuit there as as, as, as kind of a, mm. Mm. come along we'll, yeah. we'll, we'll work it yeah I'll speak to Grant <laughs> the bottom market yeah yeah, yeah. Grant's so, been really helpful oh yeah, yeah I was going to say he'll be happy he's been though, re- honestly he, he's really supportive of what we do Grant from uh, the bottom market he's, he likes a lot of our posts and stuff mm. and uh, I'm grateful for that um you had an exclusive for us didn't you yes yes, yes I did and uh, I'm quite this excited is, this is like um, one of those weird you you meet somebody who knows somebody uh, who knows somebody else you know yeah. what I mean? and uh phil publishes the bellevue magazine yes he does and um he interviewed um faye whose surname i've forgotten sorry but she's an artist and she did a lovely piece and she said um oh do you know my husband he he made the statues on the on the waterfront at liverpool of the beatles that were put in in 2015 and he said oh, oh really he, he, and she said, he's got copies of them. If you, if you, do you want them to come to Shrewsbury? And, of course, Phil says, yeah, please. <laughs> this is, of course, several, you know, a couple of months ago. And um, so next Tuesday at 9 o'clock, a lorry is going to turn up outside the front door of the Theatre 7 with four seven-foot-six Beatles statues, okay, and going to be put in the foyer. And they're seven-foot-six high, and they... Quite, they're quite heavy, but you can still lift them because they're made of resin rather than bronze. Right, yeah. And the, the, um, Chris Jones from the um, Castle Arts... Fa- fine, sorry, Castle Fine Arts Foundry, they made the originals, um, and they were paid for by the Cavern Club in Liverpool to mark the 50th anniversary of the last Beatles gig in Liverpool, which was at the Empire. Mm. And they were a donation to the city, and because they become enormously popular. And do you remember James Corden did a little trip around Liverpool with Paul yeah, McCartney. Yeah, Huge, I mean, millions and millions of people around the world saw that broadcast on his programme. And there's Paul McCartney and James at, standing by the four Beatles, you know, in that programme, wow. seen by millions of people. So they're really, they've become, in a short period of time, really iconic. Yep. And we are having, effectively, them, but copies of them, yeah. here in Shrewsbury. 
Well, that's isn't brilliant. That, that isn't is that, ace. Isn't that amazing? That is really um, cool. So you'll be able to go into the foyer theatre and see them for free, you know, and take a picture and have your have your selfie mate done with them. Yeah, yeah. Um, Any time between ten and seven, really, during normal box office hours, um, Mondays to Saturdays, um, and on the Sunday, the twenty second, it'll be kind of before the Mersey Beatles show, really. Um, How long are they going to stay there for? They're going to go away again on the twenty third, so the the Monday. They're Where are they be, going? I, I well, I, they are they are stored somewhere and brought out for exhibitions, I believe, and they, okay, they, yeah. they are used to promote uh, yep. the foundry and, and obviously the Beatles. I, I don't really don't I don't know much more about them than that, but um, it was just this weird coincidence that that Chris was the husband of Faye, who's yeah. the artist who was talking to Phil. So, guys, you know, there's a photo opportunity for you if you're a big fan of the, the Beatles. Whether you're going to get involved with all these events or not like there's going to be a great photo opportunity for you at theater seven make sure yeah, you go and get absolutely. a picture mm, because yeah. it, these things will go away and um like tim just said this is a one-off event and once they've gone away they're probably not going to come back to shrewsbury so that's right that's right make sure you get yeah. check that out yeah. theater seven. and it's nice that the the foundry is based uh near oswell street so it's a kind of structure yeah, connection of course. You know? yeah 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 um, they've got i think two or three different bases around the country where they actually make things yeah um the Oswestry also had a connection with George Harrison. Shall I tell you about that? Yeah. There's, yeah, a, there's a guy called John Croft who lives near, who lives at Clanny Blodwell, which um, is near Oswestry, and he is a big ukulele fan, and he persuaded George Harrison to join the Ukulele Club of Great Britain, and he ended up on the, on the committee, I think, for a time. And George used to go to Clanny Blodwell to see John, and they would sit and talk ukuleles. <laughs> Till the cows came home. <laughs> uh, between about ninety-one and and two thousand-ish, there's That's a sort of ten-year period. So you know, George was popping into Shropshire to talk <laughs> ukuleles. Yeah, I wonder how many people <laughs> knew that. Yeah. And somebody told me they, they saw a huge red Rolls Royce with the, with the number plate R R one N G O Ringo mm. in Shrewsbury not long ago. Um, but I, you know, I don't know whether that really is Ringo's yeah, car. Could be, could be an impersonator. <laughs> uh, I don't know. But of, all, uh, of all the Beatles, you know, I thought I'd have thought Ringo would be the one that might do something with you guys, you know, because he's what's he doing these days? He's just yeah, he's, he goes on tour with his band, yeah. and um, I think he does live most of his time in America now, doesn't he? Yeah, I was going to say, um, just get him over here. Yeah. And he has a house in Monte Carlo, I think. And, but I did. I think he sold well, at least one of his houses in Britain. Um, I don't know. I mean, you know, we, as I say, we haven't really tried that. Angle. Yeah, yeah. What would have yeah. been great is if we, we could have organised like a Beatles auction. People bring some of their memorabilia stuff that they want ah, to donate. No, I, I did ask Christina Trevanian <laughs> about that, and unfortunately, she wasn't available. But I thought that was a good idea mm. to uh, get people, even just a valuation day, you know, to get yeah. people to bring their stuff along. I have a question, and I don't know if it's something that you thought about or whether it would be happening, but Abbey Road, are, is there going to be Shrewsbury's own version of an Abbey Road somewhere where people can walk across uh, and get that iconic I'm, photo? I'm glad you've reminded me because I'd forgotten about that, and Phil has organised, in fact, I think yesterday he bought online the level crossing. No way. <laughs> can you buy it online? You buy it wrapped up from somewhere via Amazon or something <laughs> and it comes in a roll like a carpet 
and do. somebody's making some the the Belisha, the, oh, bo- yeah, the, the bollardy thing, yeah, you know, the black yeah. and white post with the yellow like light on the pelican top. Pelican crossing. Yeah, things, and yeah. they're going to be outside of the theatre just over the weekend oh, for the Beatles weekend. Excellent. We need to get a biscuit. So a bit. You've a got photo. to go and have your photo. Yeah, of four, definitely. Get, get, you know, find three mates and walk across <laughs> our fantastic zebra crossing outside Brilliant. the theatre. And have your mm. picture taken. So there's two selfie opportunities in in, in yeah, uh, theatre seven. We've got free biscuitiers. We'll have to do it with the free. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure we can find a fourth person. That I'll, 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 speak, to uh, Le- I'll um, speak to Lisa. Better still, bring your vinyl album with you to to show in your picture. Vinyl <gasps> album. Uh, maybe we can find a white anymore. Volkswagen. You know, in the, in the picture, there's a white oh, Volkswagen yeah. parked on the. Oh, there's the plenty left. It's of worth cars. millions that yeah. that white Volkswagen, and it still really exists. <laughs> No, that's a good shout, actually, because you probably could get some, because there's, you've got um, Dubs, are they, oh, Dub are they clubs, Dubs yeah. and Divas, yeah. uh, oh, yeah, which we, is a local-based right. yeah. um, classic a, car. A white VW. Yeah, somebody a, will have a white Beetle. Yeah, somebody one. will, yeah. they definitely will. From the 60s, yeah. Mm. ARC. Mm, Lots going on on that weekend, I'm really excited, <laughs> and, you know, I hope people from, you know, that listen to the show of, you know, going to go to this, because... It's, it's worth it. It's just, it's just amazing. I mean, it's the, the prices for fun. the tickets are just r- ridiculous. £8 for a, a movie you're not going to see anywhere else in the cinema. That's a brilliant price, you know? Yeah, yeah. The, the, the open, opening event is free to go to at 6 o'clock at the um, Theatre 7. Go check it out, you know? Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Um, oh, thank you so much for doing this with us. and has been for great. Doing this nice event to meet in, you. in Shrewsbury. Uh, uh, it's been in really interesting. Yeah, yeah. Um, you know, just, no, just from my point of view as well, like listening, you know, getting to hear information directly about something in the town that is actually going to be really quite exclusive. Yeah. And by the sounds of it, it's going to be a one off. Yeah. So it is. Yeah. It's yeah. come. That's right. Otherwise, that's it. You've yeah. lost your opportunity. Yeah. So in a, in a world where there's so much going on, there's arguments on Facebook about politics. There's loads of crazy stuff going on in the world. Yeah, there's just so much going on. You're going to get a weekend where you can just enjoy yourself. It's yeah. a proper feel good factor there. weekend. Yeah. Have that's some right. fun. You yeah. Know? We uh, have got um, another souvenir which I haven't mentioned, which is we have got t-shirts and sweatshirts which are available. Uh, if people want to get them in time for the weekend, it'd be worth ordering them straight away from uh, the Deco Stitch website. Um, but obviously, you know, uh, if, if you do order a bit later, they can probably fit you in, but they can't guarantee delivery before the weekend necessarily. Right. You okay. need to phone them up and ask them. But um, I was hoping to see, you know, more people walking around Shrewsbury in our T-shirts, but it's not to be yet. Yeah, <laughs> that's the problem. It's like you're saying, maybe if people aren't aware of it, where they can get them from, so... Yeah, we've put them on our Facebook page, and um, Deco Stitch have been... We- promoting them as well we wanted to okay. do that with the biscuit as well we we've got we use tea public we do i, I want to use a, a local company at some point but we're stuck with tea public at the moment but they're quite pricey and that's not nothing to do with us it's all yeah. to do with the website and stuff yeah, you know because it's right. all print to order yeah and we were like oh buy our shoes with biscuit t-shirts i think we sold two those two <laughs> are one for me and one for shane <laughs> not the yeah. julie one i think <laughs> um i mean we you know we had obviously if we'd had more Shall we say our wallets were fatter? We could have yeah. printed some off, you know, and had them in stock in various places. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But it's just, you know... That's the old-fashioned way of doing things, isn't I don't it? know how many would sell. I don't know how many would be left over, you know. Um, mm. I suppose it, it might acquire some vintage uh, vintage value uh, over a period of time, yeah. you know. Yeah, Like these old, you know, if I bring out my Woodstock T-shirt, you know, it's yeah. probably worth £100 now. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, obviously you were saying this has been done on a... Like no budget or well, a very, very tight, tight budget? budget yeah. Tight budget, yeah. yeah, really. I mean, you know, we, we've obviously had to pay for 
certain services that are required and, and things that we need to print, you know, people don't print things for nothing. Yep. Um, so we've, we, you know, we have laid out some funds and, and we're expecting hopefully to get that back through our various ticket revenue. Sure, yeah. Uh, income streams, as they say. And yeah. venues been donating their premises though? Um, we've, uh, the Butter Market waived their higher fee. Excellent. Um, nice. You know, we've, we've had some pretty, Thank you, Grant. Ni- pretty nice, yeah, um, good man. generous people have been doing things uh, and doing also even where we've had to pay for a venue you know they've gone over and above to promote the event yeah um, uh, rather than treating it as a private hire event you know yeah the theatre have been brilliant in their emails to people and it's just been people have been very generous um, excellent and you can follow us on twitter we're on we're shrews beetles and uh, we are on facebook as i said it's facebook.com slash shrewsbury beetles also brilliant. on instagram aren't you we're on Instagram, yeah. Um, yeah. Very, Instagram has not been a huge success so far, but we are Shrews Beatles on Instagram. But I have picked up international following from all around the world, but in small numbers of people. Yeah. Right, okay. Because if you use the Beatles hashtag, and if people people are following the Beatles hashtag, yeah, yeah. they'll get your image in their in their you know yeah. in their stream. Yeah. Um, so we have actually picked up. And I've had I've had somebody from Germany chatting away to me and um, America and other places and hopefully, you know, if they re, if they um, not retweet but you know re Instagram the same yeah, image, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it'll end up you know like a ripple effect. Yep, it goes out far and wide and of course you you know we won't know until we do that the you know the the, the um, research on the data uh, what, about what? where people have come from. Yep. What I'll say is, um, if you're listening to this and um, you, you haven't liked the Facebook page, go and like it and share it as well. Because, you know, uh, there might be somebody, one of your friends, one of your family that's a huge Beatles fan that would actually really appreciate this weekend. So make sure you give it a share um, mm-hmm. because it does have an it, it, it has like this web effect once you share things because mm-hmm. they'll share it, then, yeah. then somebody else will share it. And, you know, that's that's how, and that, you know what, that's the Shrewsbury yeah, thing exactly. at the moment, you know, yeah. it's collaboration, communication, cooperation, everybody kind of just gets together and works together and, you know, that's how you're finding yeah. so mm. many things being, mm. yeah. Yeah. you know, and I hope this is a massive success because mm. um, it, it, I've got a lot of time for, for Phil, he's, uh, he's yeah. been really supportive of us and um, I, I like the Beatles, I like this event and I think it's going to be fantastic, so... So yeah, well, thank you for joining us on the show thank you. Uh, today. And if there's anything we can do to help you, we're, we're here to help. And, thank you um, very much. Um, and Julie, well done. That was your first no, podcast. You. you did really well. We were panicking because um, I've got my com- my confession to make today is I've been super busy. I have my little boy, and had so much going on. I had like three or four things to do this morning. And I was just like, ah, ah, and so I didn't have time to sit and write. Usually, I write a plan for. An episode I didn't. I was like, we're just going to wing it. And Julie was like, head exploded. She was like, what? <laughs> but that's the beauty of what we do is you sit down, you have a chat, you enjoy each other's company, and that's not, that's a yeah. perfect podcast, you know. So thank you very much. You know. And it, no, and it's been really great. And I think you know, obviously talking to yourself, Tim, and just like having it, like you say, as a conversation yeah. has made it yeah. so yeah. much easier. Very so very good. Very good. Yeah. excellent thank you guys make sure you give this episode a like and a share and a subscribe on on podbean itunes uh, spotify wherever wherever you get your podcasts from and you know tell people about us because uh, that's how we how we grow Mm. and um, thank you again guys and uh, catch us next week all right peace out